Hello. Hey, lady. How are you? Oh, I'm good. How are you? I, I am having a ball watching dogs this week. Is it a circus? Uh, is it a puppy well, circus? Well, it, it is. Um, it is a. I have three different types of shepherd dogs, all of them trying to guide me about my own apartment. And on the stairs, it becomes a a thrilling death ride of who's going to save me from from falling while they kill me. Oh dear! No, it's, who's best at I, it? I, I, I will <laughs> die laughing. They are so so sincere and so concerned about me on steps that they they literally turn into this writhing piranha-like ball of dogs around my legs as I'm going down. Uh, <laughs> and I can do nothing but laugh. Um, you know, I had a, 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 a moment where I, I have the world's most expensive phone. I, I mean, it puts the iPhone to shame. I've got the Galaxy S21 Ultra 5G with all the blah, blah, blah. And I, I have mm-hmm. the $2.99 protector on it because... It is the only protector who's ever protected a phone. And so today, while they were doing this thing, that my phone slipped out of my pocket. And I was like, well, we're going to see if it works on the stairs as it bounced all the way down to the hard tiled floor. And sure enough, my phone is fine. Thank God for pockets. Yes. Thank God for pockets. Oh, my gosh. Pockets. Oh, don't start. Don't, don't. Let's just do it. Okay. Okay. We can talk about <laughs> we can talk about pockets in women's clothes and how horrible we in the fashion industry are for refusing to put pockets in anything because we really just want to torture you. Well, and it really is like this double-edged thing of people wanting something, but the aesthetic isn't their jam, you know? That is exactly that is exactly where I come from. I, I think that uh and a pair of, of not super tight fitting dungarees or pants, pockets are great. I think in a big, big billowy skirt, pockets are awesome. Side pockets and the side seam hidden, beautiful stuff. But I will tell you the amount of women who have ordered tight clothing or tight dresses or, or tight skirts with pockets, when they realize that putting things in their pockets make the pockets bulgy and make their hips bulgy, they bitch that, like, isn't there any way to do this without making it look lumpy and i i i'm like i (laughs) yeah let me just sew a small black hole into your pocket and create it go ask your grandma why garters aren't around right right i I will create a pocket universe in your skirt for you to put your massive cell phone and car keys into in your form-fitting tight skirt so it doesn't show Right. So I know that they think that we are assholes as designers, but it, it really, I put pockets and I always have when I make d- d- jeans or denim or I, I put proper size pockets in. I had a woman that wanted to put her big old cell phone in. And then when she realized how long her cell phone was against her leg, I'm like, honey, honey you're the one that has the brick. Uh, you asked me to make your, your pockets longer. So I did. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then she was not happy. I'm, I'm like, I right. don't know. I, what, what do you want from me? What do you want? From <laughs> it's me? almost like they want you to put in into that um, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory TV microwave and shrink it. Right? I'm like, <laughs> I just, I, I am not opposed to women having pockets at all. The only pocket mm-hmm. on a woman that I'm opposed to is the pocket that most women w- will actually rightfully bitch about. And that is, why are you putting a breast pocket on the shirt of a Kirby big bosomed woman what the fuck were you thinking 
George. Oh yeah, it's just Blaine, bad Blaine, placement. Blaine, 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 what were you thinking when mm-hmm. you put those shirts out? No woman wants a a a a titty pocket when her titties are quadruple G's. No one or those that. buttons, the buttons that so are sewn on that look like little nipples. Oh, right, right, right. What are you thinking? <laughs> Come on, people. Like anyone with a half a brain should look at this and be like, you know, this is probably not something that a full-figured, uh, buxom woman is going to want. Because quite honestly, if the bosom is big enough, the, the pocket is no longer flat. It sort of rides across the top of the breast. And then if you mm-hmm. do put anything in them, it's going to fall out. Oh, absolutely. Horrible, horrible. And it's also like, you know, uh, as a fat man, I am so opposed. Or formerly fat man or less. I don't know. I've been all those sizes. Um, do not put rib knit cuffs on shirts for large people. We do not want sausage arms. No, it's never enough give. Never and enough it's a give. red issue. And it, makes, and... it makes the sleeve puffy and we look bigger than we are. Stop with that shit, people. Well, and then you have the, well, it used to fit, and the reality is whatever supplier that they used to get their used to fit work thing really perfect from either went out of business, had a new supplier themselves going into that textile being made for the rib knit, and everything changes on down the line to where people are like, this is uncomfortable. I don't like it. Even getting it you from know? the same supplier, even when it's supposed to be a program mm-hmm. fabric in line, the knits do change. They change. Yeah. They change. And it may be. And the fit changes. The, the knit changes. The thread changes. Um, you know, some somebody's new there and, uh, you know, they're hired on to save some money. So they use a little less. Uh, elastine in it so it's the same exact knit but there's no more elastine threads in it so it doesn't stretch as much i mean there's you can't assume that Mm -hmm. any fit is eternal come on people we change the products change don't just assume that what fit you 20 years ago will fit you today even if your body hasn't changed i guarantee the garment has yeah totally and kind of going back to the whole pocket part a lot of times manufacturers are then pressured just like you and I have felt in our manufacturing days of, you know, I want you to put a pocket in it when it's not suitable that the pattern that had been created to even have a pocket in it. Um, and so, you know, it's, it really is this kind of two sided um well, I guess it's really multifaceted, right, Benson? It because is. It is some of the some of it's a historical um, fragment in that um, quote, you know patriarchy created um, the necessity for um, the men to hold the money for the women, which is why women began to create hidden pockets. But the fashion at the time allowed for hiding all kinds of things under your skirts you know you know this is a little known fact and it has everything to do with fashion and nothing to do with fashion do you know how coffee arrived in the new world um i haven't read up on it in a long time it's not in my current brain space coffee came from europe on a ship snuck out into uh into a a corseted uh uh breast um cone for a woman who had two different size breasts 
So her breast cone was, uh, she was like an A cup on one side and maybe a D on the other. So her dressmaker all the way back in the, uh, you know, 1600s or 1700s uh, hollowed it out and she snuck a live plant out onto a ship and kept it alive until it arrived in Colombia. Mm. So fashion and pocketing has some interesting history and some interesting ramifications and ladies if you're listening i am not opposed to pockets i will give you 672 fucking pockets if you want them but please don't bitch at me when you realize that your skin tight jeans with pockets show your cell phone your keys your lipstick and at i I, let's work with handbag people uh, because uh, like oh my gosh uh, Put a beautiful handbag with your dress. And not just and women. Keep the dress's silhouette. <laughs> and I'm not making a sexist statement. Yes, it keep a handbag with your, you know, men wear handbags now. And I've actually had some some beautifully gay men recently. When I said, I love your satchel, they said, it's my purse. And I'm like, oh, we've we've evolved. You can have a purse. I used to carry a it. purse with a uh, 30-pound ceramic brick in it in case somebody uh, had an issue with my fabulousness in the 80s. Um, so I love, a, I love a good pocketbook and a purse. But. And it's not just women that complain about their silhouette. My ex, literally, we would go to a club and suddenly I had uh, his wallet and the car keys. And like he had 865 keys. He could have choked a mule with the keys. Uh, and, and he would give them to me so he didn't look lumpy. And I'd be like, well, honey, maybe I don't want to look lumpy. And he'd look at me up and down and he'd say, but you're just, you're already lumpy. It won't matter. And he was right. I mean, but, you know, so I walked around with two wallets and. I eventually convinced him that before we left, he should just put his ID and whatever credit card or money he wanted me to carry in my wallet. So, you mm-hmm. know, I was carrying a man's money for him. I was a pack horse, basically. Yeah. Yeah. And they don't put very big pockets in fat clothing either, by the way, people. Uh, we, oh, we, we my just gosh. Normal size pockets. And I'm like, well, that's cute. What am I supposed to do with that? Yeah. And, and so part of that is okay is it the mentality of the designer or manufacturer of like we've already used so much fabric for this larger shape that you know we're not going to do any extra anything or the whole pattern situation when it comes to printed garments for plus size people is also pretty atrocious. I I think it is an absolute basic lack of understanding about big bodies because as you and I both know, um, people in the fashion industry generally are dressing a size 16 or down and 16, they consider to be full size. I think it's an Mm -hmm. absolute lack of understanding about how, how bodies that are, that have more curves than lines work. You know, I have mm-hmm. I, I have one of my favorite pairs of pants. It's it's uh, from a Vietnamese company. Uh, they hired me about six years ago. They needed me to make uh, their patterns in American sizes because if you've ever ordered from Asia, you know that they're extra 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 large is really just a small on an American right. massive big American uh, body. So I, right. I sent them patterns. Uh, they sent me a sample. Uh, I got it three years ago. I love these pants. I actually order from them, but they did not increase the fly size. So I have a pair of pants. It's a, it's a size 46 waist. Uh, I'm down from a 66 and I, 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 I gave them grading all the way up to a 72 inch waist for men. They put the same size fly and zipper in. It's like a three or four inch zipper. <laughs> like a kid's zipper. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know. Uh, well, an American kid's an, zipper. An American, Sorry. A, a giant ass 
you know, corn-fed American kid zipper. So, <laughs> uh, and the zipper often comes down because I've had the pants for three years and I wear them off and they're great stretch knit, a little bit distressed. I'm getting ready to dye in black again. Uh, and the zipper always comes down and people are like, oh, your zipper's down. I'm like, you know, I can walk around with it down all day long. It little, my, my genitals are three inches below the bottom of the zipper. It's never going to show anything. Don't worry. It's my tummy. I, I may actually just sew it shut uh, because as it is now, I just tend to pull my pants down to my knees when I'm peeing because I can't. I, I've injured myself trying to pull the equipment up that far and out that little small three-inch hole. And that's right, more and information like... than anyone needed. But people, what I'm telling you is that even people like us who are in the industry have issues with the way things are made, with the way uh, mm -hmm. that they draw the patterns. Um, it, it, and the way that they function in our lives, we, right? And how they actually function as the end user of garments. We are aware we would like everything to be perfect for you, but we also need you to meet us halfway, okay? Like, please stop uh, with, with the narrative that assholes are just torturous, fucking misogynistic, women-hating faggots who are, who are giving you the largest heels that we can find trying to kill you off so we can have your boyfriend. And we don't want to give you any pockets because, goddammit, pockets belong to us. This is just not true. It's not true. Use some common sense. Just use some common sense. Well, and I think that um, a lot of that um, historical, um, the, the kind of historical heartfelt reminiscing that everybody seems to be doing right now, and that the origins of pockets really were um, a hiding place for women and their things away from whomever. Um, really resurfaces for a lot of people and so it does get muddied and currently the issue with pockets in ready um to wear stuff things that you find on the rack that you can walk out with right now is that they're trying to save money by making a small pocket or a completely sewn closed pocket either just for aesthetic reasons or for um, we don't have the budget to put a pocket in this reasons. I mean, and the is, current is, reality is, of pockets is quite different. Which is kind of crazy making for me because I, I've heard that argument before. And I'm like, okay, do you have any idea how much a yard of pocketing costs? Like an expensive right. pocket fabric costs $1.25 for a 72-inch wide yard. You can get it like. And what like, pattern maker can't figure out how to make a self pocket out of what's left over from the cut? Three I mean, more inches of pocketing is not yeah. costly. It's not. I think that that it is a combination of, um, of, of those three cents. I think that the retailers mm -hmm. want that three cents because they're going to sell a million units and that's now $30,000 that they've made extra. I think it's also, I honestly do think, Megan, it, it is, it is um, uh, consumer surveys in which we, we have uh, given a, a, a pocket in a, in a tight-fitting jean to women who have then said that this was horrible because it's lumpy. I think that we're sort right. of damned if we do and damned if we don't. And there's every precedent for pockets. My God, I love pockets. I love pockets when I wear skirts. 
I've always put a wonderful hidden pocket. I'll even put a hidden zipper pocket in. So if you try to rob me, you don't realize that my skirt is so so voluminous that you'd never know that I have, you know, my wad of cash or whatever the hell I'm carrying that day in there. <laughs> so I, I love a pocket and I'm not selfish with pockets, but there are issues. And I think that we have to stop pretending that it is just one of those issues. It is something yeah, that very... we need to address as a fashion industry, but it's also something that the consumer needs to really think through. Like, do I really want big old pockets in my tight fitting jeans? Do I really want to put uh, my my phone on my hip when I'm trying to look slim and sleek? And I just ordered a dress from a online um sort of custom manufacturer and I really like ordering through their clearance section because I can find things that I can either alter or shapes that I would never have tried on my body at a more reasonable price but I do have to say that when I get those things in there'll be a wiggle skirt with a jean pocket in the front that somebody has clearly ordered from them and returned it because they didn't like the silhouette and I'm sewing that pocket closed so I can retain the silhouette and I get a really nice handbag Thank you very much. Right. I, 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 and that is absolutely fucking brilliant. Uh, um, I, one of the things that I'm, I'm jumping back like 35 seconds or maybe two and a half minutes. Uh, the idea that ready to wear exists is just such a misnomer. These are things that are ready to wear for a certain population uh, of people who were the exact same configuration as a fit model. They are ready to wear for you. For the rest of us, they're ready to alter. And I wish that we right. I wish that we could really make people understand that. Like, um, if you've got really big hips, you're going to get pants to fit your hips. Well, the waist is going to have to be altered to fit you. Please spend the money to have it altered. Not a big deal. Mm-hmm. No alteration is actually that expensive unless you're trying to get a size 16 wedding gown, but you really want a size two, but all they had was a 16. And then you're going to bring it to some jackass like me who's going to look at you like you're insane. And I'm going to explain to you, it would be cheaper for me to start from scratch because you've got to pay me to take that apart, create a pattern that goes within those pattern pieces. Then I've got to cut it and start from scratch myself with your cheap fabric. Why don't you just hire me? Right. You right. Know? Okay, enough of that rant. So uh, I'm really interested. You said uh, some website that's semi-custom? Uh, what is what? Bitch, please. Um, so for the past decade, I have ordered anything that I wear um, out of my house um, as a designer. I, I order it from a place called eShakti. And um, eShakti. <laughs> I mean, you are from Texas. Yeah, so eShakti? Mm-hmm. And I can put a, a link for it in there. And um, what I I like about them is that you literally can put in your measurements and have something made to order as opposed to their stocking, um, having a lot of waste on um, you know the floors of department stores. You're ordering it for your body type. Well, this is um, this is brilliant model. Now I will tell you on my website. I have always allowed customization and depending on what they want, it's always it's always a bit more expensive because I cannot mass produce customization. If you want that that garment as it comes in black, it's this price. If you want me to stop production, find you some red lace and cut cut the garment without even changing anything on it, but you want it in red, that that's a garment that's a one off now. So but this I'm looking at their uh, at their website. This is lovely. Uh, uh, they have so many selections and um i like the fact that 
there that um, just-in-time model because I don't like the thought of um, so many garments just sitting around um, because they should be on bodies. But um, you can add pockets to things there, and that's kind of what we were talking about earlier. And so when I'm trolling, once you've um, created an account with them, you can actually see their clearance side. But when you're trolling their clearance side, a lot of times something will have been ordered with pockets, and it's in a silhouette that I might want to try. And when it gets here, the pockets just absolutely ruin it. And I'm like, oh, well, this is why this is returned. I'm just going to take it down and put it under my serger or so that pocket closed. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to uh, shout out to eshakti.com. That's E-S-H-A-K-T-I.com. Uh, I'm on their about page and this is what their culture statement is. Being not just customer-centered but customer-led is at the core of eShakti's culture of innovation. They're being disruptive. We can bring new products to market as fast as within three days if there is a change in trend. And our customers participate in the design so that they get what suits them. They can change neckline, sleeve, and length, add or remove pockets, and get clothes made to their exact size and height. That's mm -hmm. pretty amazing. Yeah. And for those of you that are by America, uh, this is an American, it's a U.S. and Indian-based company. So there are offices in New York, and they do some manufacturing in New York, apparently. And there are mm -hmm. offices in manufacturing in India. And your sales returns go to Portland, Oregon. And now that we've said all that, I think that I need to let people know that this is not a paid advertisement. This is us talking. We talk about companies and things all the time, Megan and I do. Uh, so shout out to eShakti. Check them out, ladies, if you want a sort of semi-customized uh, pieces, because I'm, I'm really impressed with what they're doing. This is lovely. And the, the truth factor in it is you may not, like, no, ma'am, Pam, you may not vanity downsize whatever your measurement is because these are actual measurements they want from your actual real body <laughs> to make your garment please make please give them your real measurements so your garment fits right and, and, and if, <laughs> just and, from a, one designer to another and, and listen if you can have a body scan done and send them the scan file because no one is half and half uh, if your waist is, uh, if, if your if your bust is 44 around, you don't have 22 from the chest bone around to the middle of the back. You may have 26 on one side and and uh, 20 on the other, or 22 on the other, whatever the hell I 20 on the other. So or 18, I don't know. It changes. Um, it's why one of my favorite products is, uh, and this is, again is not. This is a here free commercial. Uh, I know, right? Uh, Dittoform.com. It's this amazing oh, yeah. woman based out of, uh, uh, she's in Detroit, and they do a body scan, and they basically clone your body with all of your little lumps and curves and unevenness so that when you fit clothing to your dress form, uh, it fits you exactly. You don't have... It's your body. Uh, you know, there are, there are places that will do, uh, they'll make you dress forms out of your measurements, but they always split them in half. And nobody on the planet, with very few exceptions, is a half and half. Nobody. Oh, yeah. Um, I, so these are two companies that I can get behind. Uh, if you all, by the way, if you all do want to sponsor us eventually, I wouldn't be opposed if you if you ever hear this. I think that uh, maybe we can have uh, Carol as a guest. Carol owns uh, Ditto Form. I, I, I just love the woman. She's a generous, beautiful, amazing woman. She ended up doing um, 
uh, dress forms for Jane Fonda and Lily Tomlin during COVID so that the costumers had uh, uh, exact duplicates of their bodies um, so that they didn't have to go in for fittings and be exposed to COVID. I love that. And maybe I'll reach out to Ishakti and they might want to do a, a longer, deeper dive into, you know, what their model is about and how they that. made it through COVID too. Because <laughs> as designers, we all had our stories, didn't we? I will tell you, we all do. Uh, I, I, I'm digging further into their website and they have an employee well-being statement, which means that they are keeping all of their um, ethics up with the country. And India is one of the countries that have what they call fair trade or equitable trade manufacturing rules. And they are keeping with all of those equitable manufacturing rules. And everyone that works for them, whether in India or the U.S., has health care. So bravo, mm-hmm. Ishakti. Bravo. Yeah. Okay, well, uh, pockets. How did we get off on pockets? Oh, yeah, my phone fell out of my pocket. Oh, I can't tell you how many times I've dropped my phone. I mean, it's just, and, you know, being able to have a garment um, or a accessory that moves with whatever you're doing in a day is really, really important. And I think a lot of people get hung up on their silhouettes um, looking a certain way without the um, obtrusion of what they find necessities f- for functioning day to day. No one would ever order a, 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 a skin tight bathing suit and ask for pockets. <laughs> but they will order skin tight <laughs> pants and ask for pockets. Like, right. I, you know, be just be sensible people. And I will yeah. tell you that the industry does need to get its shit together. Where pockets are appropriate, it should not be an issue. It shouldn't be. It shouldn't. Because, it it, shouldn't. It, you know, when you're sewing a mock pocket on a pair of pants that are fairly loose-fitting or or, or uh, at least not skin tight, you've done the work to make a pocket so it looks like it has a pocket. It's only literally two more passes and about six cents worth of fabric. Put the damn pocket right. in for ladies. They, they deserve to have pockets. Yeah. It's a modern age. Although, you know, Megan, we have to realize that women were not allowed to have credit cards in the United States without their husband's permission and co-signature until 19-fucking-74. I know. Bank accounts. And, and now we're uh, to apply for cars. Cars crazy. own property. And now, you know, mm-hmm. now it sounds like the Supreme Court is trying to take away women's autonomy about their own reproductive choices. And, and uh, we don't need this move backwards. We don't need this move backwards. Yeah. There's not enough vaginas up on that court right now. I don't well, think, well, I think are, it's a there lot are of. There's not enough vaginas in Congress. Uh, we need a vagina sitting behind the goddamn president's desk. Why we didn't put uh, two of the most talented women, both of whom had amazing plans and were on top of their game in, I don't know. I do know mm-hmm. sexism. Um, even our women in this country are proven to be sexist. We've done studies on this, uh, yeah. but it's it's terrifying. It's terrifying. Like I, I, I'm watching all of the anger on social media about this, and then I'm watching all of the people who are for it, and I'm like, this is like gay marriage. If you don't want to marry a faggot, just don't get married to one. Why the hell do you care who the fuck I marry? Mm. And if you don't want an abortion, don't get one. That's cool. That's cool. It, it would be interesting to know what the connection to 
the number of pockets in women's clothing in certain political periods of time. I, I would, you know, if somebody has done that study, please reach out we, to us because we, we would find that fascinating. We may need to, to consult with Rachel Elspeth Gross on that because she might be the person who's done that study. She's pretty, pretty uh, savvy person and she's just brilliant. So Rachel, if you're listening today, reach out to us, honey. We'd like to know about uh, the, the progression of pockets to the progression of women's rights in the, the U.S. Oh, that would be really, really fun. All right. I got to scoot because we've um, we've got other stuff that we've got to get prepared for our next interview. Oh, yeah. We have, we have, uh, and we also have a meeting today about our project, uh, which we're calling now the Colors of Ukraine Challenge. More on that soon. Oh, Yes, it's being built, and we're going to be releasing it very, very soon. Very, very soon. Very, 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 very. Well, okay, not like only two very soon, people. It's not like eight very soon. I was exaggerating. It's going to take us a minute because there's a lot on the back end that needs to happen so that we can facilitate this challenge to the extent that we want to. Yeah, we want all of the right pieces in place so um, that uh, the bigness that it really is gets all of the light it deserves because um, we really want to show um, as much love as we can to our uh, designer friends in the Ukraine. Uh, and and uh, uh, so I'm going out talking about one of my favorite uh, things again, uh, angelforfashion.com. Uh, Jen Sittery, angelforfashion.com. We're, we're, we're going to come up with a challenge for all North American and possibly European designers that will help us to raise money for angelforfashion.com, which is a, uh, a website and a program helping the Ukrainian fashion industry, specifically the designers known to Jen. Um, these are real relationships to survive uh, the brutal um, attack by Russia. Yeah. Anything and, anything to take us out? Anything up upbeat? Let's let's not end on the political spectrum today. Let's end on the fabulous <laughs> spectrum. Favorite shoe designer, darling. Who is your favorite shoe designer? Who is my favorite shoe designer? Oh, that was really hard. Up until um we moved to Colorado, I would say um it was an Israeli designer called Naut N A O T. And um their manufacturing process um, began to do like this molded rubber heel. And at this climate, it completely disintegrates. And yeah, so yeah, some yeah. of my favorite shoes are garbage yeah, now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry about that. Uh, my, so I'm trying to find a new one. What, what? My favorite uh, shoe designer, uh, I, I, I'm going to say right now is Jeffrey West. He does the most amazing rock and roll kick-ass men's shoes. And I am a shoe whore. I love a good fancy shoe practicality be damned i'm like i'm definitely in the, a comfort shoe zone right now and you've got kids um, you have to be in a comfort shoe zone i have to be able to run after their butts because they'll just run out in traffic what did you, what did you do well with your kids what did you do yesterday um that made your feet sore i got a message from megan around 10 30 last night i'd gone to bed because i'm old and cranky uh that her feet were sore um, I did a lot of walking over the weekend. So my kiddos had a um, their soccer, last soccer thingies on Saturday. And so we're walking all over parks for that. And then Sunday, um, we went down to the Santa Fe Arts District and ducked into um, different antique shops and um, just really enjoyed ourselves on Mother's Day. And then um, 
Santa, Santa yesterday. Santa Fe, New Mexico. Did you guys go to New Mexico? No. So um, Santa Fe Arts District um, is Santa Fe, um, a road oh, here oh, okay. in Denver, Colorado. Yeah, I was like, bitch, you went to Santa Fe and didn't tell me? <laughs> oh, man. That I would not be cool. Not that you have to tell me, but I would have I would have told you where to go. Um, I love, I love New Fe. Mexico. Yeah, I love New Mexico. Um, and then yesterday, um, we decided to go to this um, most delicious macaroon place. Mm. <laughs> and Benson, I've never had a fresh macaroon before. Oh, they're melting your mouth. And it was like a food orgasm. And so uh, I sat uh, in the car uh, and ate them. Uh-huh, by yourself um, Successively. Um, they also have boozy ones that have like this little ampule that is covered in chocolate. And um, until you're ready to eat it, it the little ampule sticks out oh. and then you squeeze um, in the liqueur. Um, and I, I felt very that um, does sound like posh. That sounds like sex. So, uh, um, so when you come here, we're definitely going there. And then I went to the hoity-toity Goodwill and found just way too many things. I, I love hoity-toity Goodwills. I was just uh, informed by one of my best friends, uh, an amazing uh, DJ of Great Import here in Detroit, uh, DJ Diana, where the best hoity-toity Goodwill in the metro Detroit area is, and I have plans mm. to stalk it. I love a hoity-toity Goodwill. Um, one last and note, because it's perfect, uh, and then I'm going to let you wrap us out. One of my mm -hmm. favorite uh, corset makers, Wild Hunt Corsetry, she also makes custom macaroons. And I'm like, <gasps> corsets and macaroons. I mean, that's heaven. Okay. And where else oh my, did it go? Oh, wait. I do have one more thing. Go ahead. And my my best friend um, that was with me, her dad was also in fashion um, in the New York area. And he used to design bags for Sharif. And she found a Sharif bag um, at the Goodwill. And it was just Shut fucking up. fantastic. Shut up. Yes. What, what? You know somebody whose dad designed for Sharif? Yeah, he was the primary leather I, yeah, designer I, no, for I'm, them. I'm aware. Yeah. I didn't know. Could I, could I touch her? Could I meet her? Oh, my gosh. She, that's Danny. Oh, oh, my God. Are you serious? It's Danny's like, dad. I would be introducing <laughs> myself as my dad designed for Sharif. Hi, my name is. But, but, you know, then not everyone is as pretentious and horrible as I am. Um, that's amazing. That's amazing, yeah. honey. So it was like we were destined to be there and for her to have that moment to be able to have a connection with her dad who's no longer with us. I love that. Happy, yeah. happy. Oh, did I wish you a happy Mother's Day? You did. Okay. Because I, I, I don't know. I'm, you know, I'm pretty much just brain dead some days. Happy. Well, you know, I always tell people like if it was yesterday, I've slept since then. So it's whatever. Right. I, 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 <laughs> I always tell people good morning, no matter what time of day it is, because it's the first time I've seen them and it's our morning. Um, mm -hmm. uh, before we leave, just before we leave, because, you know, we never actually get out at a half hour like we say we will. Um, did you see that beautiful letter uh, that was sent to you from uh, one of our regular listeners, Miss Susan O'Neill? She, I'm like, I'm still digesting this letter and my intention is to get a reply to her today, but it was just this very moving letter about how she's been listening and these are things that are related to all kinds of 
real life issues like, that like, we are talking about. Susan's one of my clients. She came to the fabric store. We ended up making uh, many wardrobe pieces for her. I love her. She was supportive through some of the hard times. This is a woman who, is, who has sent me uh, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of dollars multiple times because she just has a feeling that my finances are stressed since the COVID uh, collapse of the business. A beautiful woman. And yet that letter was so beautiful. I was sort of jealous that it wasn't addressed to me too. Well, and I'm crying at my kid's soccer game and my husband's like, are you okay? And I'm like, I'm just reading and I'm so happy I'm doing this thing. This is, <laughs> He's uh, like, all right, girl, go. And, and one of her greatest talents is getting to the fucking heart of the matter. And she literally hit why it is that we decided to do this. She, she That's in that letter. I have an idea and she's going to kill me. Why don't we invite Susan to chat with us on our Friday call? Oh, that would be really fun. I, you know, so people, uh, if you're we right in, out. we might reach out to you to come and chat with us about something too. All right. I am going to put that in my notes and we'll do a reach out to her. Yeah. And like this, it was such a well thought out letter. And like, it's one of those things, like I want to professionally address it because it was just, really really in-depth and really thoughtful it was just my heart my heart my I'm, I'm i'm literally holding my chest we're not videoing this yet we're like trying to figure out how to do our videos for right, this right. but i'm, I'm I, if i had pearls i'd be clutching, clutching them, them right? <laughs> but they would be black freshwater pearls i'm going to just point out we're not the pearl and cashmere crowd um no no i i've, I've read it several times and i get choked up I know. there was so much kindness and thought put into that and i'm like this literally i like i want to ask Susan to write down our preamble for why we do what we do because she would say it better than us. I would just say fuck a lot. <laughs> I, I, I Same. Um. Although I did, I did teach uh, 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 Susan recently to say uh, fuck the fuck off. I'm like there is a time and a place to. to tell people in your life to fuck. Not just fuck off. Fuck the fuck off. I was so proud of her. Such a lady. Uh, never, never really want to cuss. Um, and she learned to say fuck the fuck off to certain situations and power on. So I'm going to reach out to her today. No, 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 no. She will listen because I think she's a fairly religious listener. Uh, and when she hears this, Susan, you should give me a call so we can schedule you in for uh, our Friday talk. We'd like to talk with you. And if this Friday doesn't work, maybe it's next Tuesday or next Friday also. No, she'll just be home sipping wine, looking at, <laughs> looking at clothes, wondering what, what in her wardrobe should go and what should stay. She's, she's. I can't wait to hear her voice because I've only read her words and it's just. No, her voice, match, in... her voice matches her words and her heart matches her voice. Uh, and that's the, that. that's that you've got a slice of, of Miss, uh, Miss Susan, one of my very favorite people. I love that. Yay. All right. Well, did I call we've her got Susan to... O'Neill? Huh. I don't know. I, I hopefully I have the right name because I know a Susan O'Neill that's a therapist. Maybe they're both Susan O'Neill. I guess I should look at my phone because I could. Be... Well, she just um, has Susan at the end of her um, letter, so I'm I am making no assumptions. Well, you, I, you shouldn't. Uh, I'm, I'm <laughs> I, I am the idiot that often confuses things. So I love that she loves Rachel too, and so yeah, Rachel, shout yes. out, Susan O'Neill. I was I was right. I was right. <laughs> but but there is a Susan O'Neill who's a, uh, an amazing therapist also in Texas. I just put that together in my head. Um, yeah, and she loved Rachel too. And are, are we are we having a meeting today with Rachel? 
We should be having a meeting pretty soon with her. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. Oh, I actually just got an alarm for that. What did it? What did the alarm say? Uh, it said uh, "Colors of Ukraine" meeting, twelve p.m., which is just uh, twenty minutes from now. Okay, mm-hmm. I should get some coffee and wash my face. Are we going to Zoom or are we going to uh, uh, just phone chat? I think we might just phone chat. Um, but yeah, Didn't go she... get your stuff ready. I'm going to get coffee. Yeah, too. I'm going to make some fresh coffee and wash my. I think she sent us a link, so uh, she might be zooming with us or or having us on the platform with the cameras. So I need to be pretty. Okay, All I'm right. going to go put eyeliner. I on. love you. Great conversation. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. And anybody that has any um, pockets um, stuff to share, we'd love for you to call in or send us a message, and um, we can talk pockets with you too. We would be glad to talk pockets with you. All All right, right, Benson. Have a good day. You too, ma'am. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening today. Join us on Friday for our PFFs, our phone of fashion friend Friday. We hope to have a really special guest for you, but we never know what we're going to have because we record those as close as possible to our airtime. So thanks for listening. Go to advancedfashiondisruption.com. Buy all the things Ukrainian. Click that link. Listen to our shows. We love you.